Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. you're here with me today right here right now don't know what you're doing if your day's just starting or you're right in the middle of it or it's winding down or somewhere in between but here we are grateful I have no desire to drink today happy to be here I have to warn you again, I'm in a spectacular mood today. Just spectacular. Actually, I'm in a sensational mood. I'm going to bring that word back. I've been working on it. I am in a sensational mood today. And it feels good to understand why. And I'm not just saying that casually. It's a big deal. You ever hear of this guy, Emmett Fox? He's stealing my stuff. He really is. He's, I have to look him up. I don't know. I get these ideas and these thoughts and then I, he's ripping me off. I have a resentment against him. Okay. Seriously, I'm going to read a couple things from him and talk about him today. It's such a big deal. I'm going to read uh, a couple things. And then I'm going to talk about him. This is from uh, Around the Year with Emmett Fox, a book I read in the morning. November 13th, The Use of Intelligence. You ready for this? I'm going to read something. I'm going to tie it into the book Alcoholics Anonymous. It is your duty to God to run your life on intelligent lines. God gives us all as much intelligence as we can possibly need, but unfortunately, in most cases, we use very little of it. 
Ask yourself today if you are really conducting your life intelligently. Are you eating and drinking intelligently? Are you selecting your reading intelligently? Do you spend your money intelligently? Do you consider intelligently the things that you hear? Or do you just accept them uncritically? Do you exercise intelligence in carrying out your daily work? Do you seek to approach each new problem with intelligence instead of mere emotion? Have you intelligent plans for the future? Do you know what you would really like to do or to be? And if not, wouldn't it be only intelligent to go to work and find out and then draw up an intelligent plan for gaining your desire? The world needs more intelligence. There's plenty of will. But because people do not use enough intelligence, mankind everywhere is in difficulties. Your intelligence is the light of God in your soul. There is so much there to talk about. I'm going to read something from the book, Alcoholics Anonymous now. This is significant because the message in the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous is usually everywhere, not just here, everywhere, usually in conflict with what I just read and what I'm about to read right now. Keeping all that in mind, turning to a little page I like to call page 86. Oh, wait. I have my coffee here. It's piping hot. It's French roast. I'll wait for you to get your big book. Page 86. Now, if I shared what I'm about to read in a meeting, it would really be going against the grain. And <clears throat> Trust me, I've done it. Page 86. I've read it on here before. It's the daily suggested meditation for the morning. On awakening, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, meaning when my thinking, when my thinking is divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance. We can think confidently. For after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life, our thinking, will be on a much higher plane when our thinking is cleared of wrong motives. In the original manuscript, it said, uh, just use common sense. There's nothing hard or mysterious about it.
now back to the Emmett Fox reading. I'll read it again. It is your duty to God to run your life on intelligent lines. God gives us all as much intelligence as we can possibly need. But unfortunately, in most cases, we use very little of it. Ask yourself today if you're really conducting your life intelligently. Are you eating and drinking intelligently? Do you select your reading intelligently? Do you spend your money intelligently? Do you consider intelligently the things that you hear? Or do you just accept them uncritically? That's something I wanted to talk about. If you're new in Alcoholics Anonymous... And your sincere plan is to stay sober a day at a time from here on out. There's something that's very helpful to know that you kind of got to learn the hard way like I did. I think like everybody does, but it's just a good thing to know. Most people talking to you now will not be around in a year, two years, five years. They won't. It's really so important that you listen to people intelligently and don't accept everything you hear uncritically because you'll hear a lot of nonsense. You just will. It's not judgment. It's the truth. You'll hear a lot of things that aren't true. So it's really important to listen critically and it's important to know that the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, which is the text of our program, tells you to use your brain. When the big book talks about the problem centering in the, in the mind and we're, how we're mentally different. The big book is talking about the first drink. They're not talking about how you're messed up in your head. You have a bad picker. You have no willpower. You're stupid. You're selfish. All those things may or may not be true to varying degrees, but that's not how you are mentally different. The big book implores you to use your brain. Even early on, when we are thinking well before we do the third step, when we analyze our resentments, they're all saying, use your brain. It's so important. I, of course, didn't know any of this 
for a long time and I was a mess. I was not going about things intelligently. I was listening to, it was the equivalent of, I wanted to learn how to play guitar, like, like a heavy metal style guitar. So I went to a cello player and listened to the cello player. And then somebody who's never played an instrument at all starts talking and I listen to them. And I was confused because I was not listening critically. I was just accepting whatever I heard as being the truth. And if uh, you are new, again, I'll say this, if you're new to the program and your sincere plan is to stay, I think it is helpful to know. You should start listening intelligently. Pay attention. If somebody's giving you a relationship advice and their relationships are a mess, consider that. If somebody is giving you financial advice and they have their finances in order, consider that. If somebody is giving you advice about anything in the program, but they're not, just pay attention. Just pay close attention. It matters. This is about you and your connection to a higher power. You can have any kind of life you want. You can be happy, joyous, free, sober from here on out. You can do that. You can do that. You can be happy, joyous, free, and sober from here on out. But use... Use your intelligence. I mean, there were people who were way off giving me advice and I was listening to it for a long time. No wonder I was a mess. If you do have a bad picker, if you are compulsive and all this, it's at least no, according to the book, the first 164 pages of the book, it's not your alcoholism. Just at least know that. There's a solution. Kind of amazing, no? Kind of amazing. So I wanted to talk about that because in Alcoholics Anonymous, I mean, when I lived in New York City, they, you know, there's those signs on the wall that say, live and let live. Let go, let God, that kind of thing. One of the signs says, think, think, think. 
I don't really know the origin of that sign. I've never investigated it. But one thing I do know about it is it did not come with a little thing that says, hang this upside down. And in New York, the think, think, think is hung upside down. And it's not in reference to alcohol. It's in reference to just your brain altogether. Like you're just... I remember sitting there thinking and hearing people talk about it. Well, I can't think. I have a thinking problem. Oh, when it comes to alcohol, yes, that's true. But it's really been warped to the point where in the fellowship, in my experience, it's people are really down on you using your brain. And it's really sad. I think it is. I'm talking about this because I absolutely 100% believe and have come to believe that this message is a tremendous part of why a lot of people do not get sober. I really believe it. People are taught something from day one that is not spiritually sound. I want to read something else from Emmett Fox. Talk about it for a minute and then go from there. A dependable recipe. See how he's talking? See this Emmett Fox guy is ripping me off. I talk about this. I know it's not funny. I know. November 14th, same book, a dependable recipe. Think about this. When you make a cake, you know that whatever you put into your mixing bowl will appear in the cake itself. And on the other hand, that unless a particular substance goes into the mixing bowl, it cannot appear in the finished article. The thoughts and beliefs that fill our minds ultimately appear in the cake of experience. And to realize this is to save oneself from a lot of trouble. No one puts kerosene in the mixing bowl because no one wants to eat it in that cake. Everyone knows that if it does not enter the bowl, or if it does enter the bowl, in the cake it will be. If you put kerosene in the mixing bowl and then cook it, that's going to be in your cake. Kerosene will be in your cake. Where I'm going with all this this morning is in the fellowship, sadly, Often, fear is put into the mixing bowl. So fear is in the cake. Fear of your sponsor. Fear of using your brain. Fear of being called out. Fear of being criticized. Fear of letting people down. Fear of disappointing people. That's all built in. That's all put in the mixing bowl. Often. And then that's part of the cake. The cake is not that delicious. This is significant. Again, this is all really a huge part, in my opinion, in my perception of why so many people struggle 
and or do not get sober because right away there's crap being put into the mixing bowl right away. Even with amazing intentions, but when somebody says, call me every day, call me every day, or I know people who are abused. (laughs) I mean, they're threatened. That's the equivalent spiritually of putting kerosene into a cake. It really is. I'm intimidated. And the beautiful cake that is described in the book, and the beautiful cake that is the experience I'm having today in life, does not have that as one of the ingredients. And that is a huge part of why I'm happy, joyous, and free today. I'm not afraid of people. I'm not up to and including mostly my sponsor, to fellowship, what people think, because it was not part of the recipe that I followed that set me free all the way back in 1991. It's simple. It's not easy, but it is simple. So think intelligently about what you're putting into the mixing bowl because you're going to eat it. Right now, if you're new and you're telling yourself that you're stupid and you're an idiot, you're putting that in the mixing bowl and you're making a cake with that, that's what you're going to eat. And, uh, in my view, that blocks God. Because it's not true. God gave us brains to use. And when your thoughts are coming from love, it can be very powerful what happens. So, There it is. I'm out of here. I'm recording this on a Saturday where I am, even though it's not going to be available until Sunday. But it's Saturday here, and we are going to go garage sailing this morning. So I got to get out of here. I'm going to go garage sailing. It's going to be fun. Love sailing. And, uh, got to pick up, I'm going to see if I can find, uh, some thousand pound weights because what I'm working with now, it just isn't doing it for me anymore. Follow me on Instagram at beachbog29. Um, the 29 is for, the amount of autographs I sign in a day, and the age I appear to be. Seriously, follow me on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book. 
It's a bunch of silliness on there designed to make you laugh and think and have fun. Drop me a email, sarcasticbigbook at gmail. I got some of the nicest emails that I'm waiting for permission to read on a show in the last couple of days. So I always really love the messages and stuff. I want to give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three. I want to give a shout out to the Black Rhinos podcast, Greater Than Yourself, Sober Gratitudes podcast, Anonymous podcast. I want to give a shout out to Dave Ladon. Give a shout out to Jim with No Spleen. Give a shout out to so many people. Gosh, my brain gets flooded with people to give shout outs to. And then I'll just say, I love you guys. All of you. And if anybody needs to hear it, I will say it. Everything's okay. I know it. I know it. On that note, I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.